Hi guys, um, today is March 5th, 2015, and um, it's been a little while. I, it's actually been since January um, since I did a podcast, and I did a blog post the other day titled 30 Things I've Learned After Turning 30, and I promised I would bring you a podcast about a couple of the items on that list that you know I felt really were key to me. Um, if you want to see that list, you can head over to ericaautry.com and it is the 30 things I learned after turning, you know, 30, you know, something around like that. But, um, so I wrote down 30 things, a couple, actually I put a couple extra things on the list too, but, um, what I'm going to do in this podcast is just pick a couple out and go more in depth about those items. Um, so let's get into it. The number one item on that list was prayer is key. When I was in middle school, um, I remember we had a contest and it was to win this big bear and everyone in the school could enter the contest. You had to put your name in a little bow. And I went home and I prayed, got on my knees and I prayed. And this is around the time when I just wanted a sign. I wanted some kind of symbol that represented you know, God being real. So I prayed to God, you know, God, if you're real, let me win this bear. So fast forward a week later, I had missed some days of school. So I come back to school and the bear is still sitting there and I'm at lunch and I asked my friend who won the bear. And she's like, you don't know who won the bear. You won the bear. And that was my first real experience with prayer. And from that moment on, Um, God had always been real to me. I had always been in church as a young, young girl, but I never had a connection for myself that I could really call my own. And after this incident, I knew like that was my experience to say, hey, God is real and prayers will be answered. And I know that that was kind of superficial or materialistic, but it's what I needed at that moment just to know that. You know, there was something bigger than me. So my number one item on the list is that prayer is key. And I can tell you guys today that I have never had a prayer go unanswered. Um, I know there's a saying that says, you know, God may not come when you want, but he's always on time. This is so true. It might not be instant, but he's always on time. And I've never been let down through prayer. So that is a big thing in my life. It's a you know, it's a big part of my business, and I definitely try to put God first. Um, number two is a good one. Be better than you. You are your only competition. I try to I try to look at my competitors as little as possible. I might look every now and then, and that's only natural because you want to be abreast of, you know, where they are in comparison to where where you are. And I'm talking about real location because in my business, I have actual locations. A lot of times I do this just to kind of not step on their toes and, you know, just be respectful in the way I operate my business. So sometimes, you know, it's just in that approach, but you want to focus on what you're doing and not on what they are doing, because what's for you is for you. And that's all you have to worry about. Um, After I turned 30, I learned that patience is key. Take your time. 
Um, I have lost so much money as a younger person because I was not patient and I wanted everything right then. And right then is not always right. So patience is definitely key. Take your time on your endeavors. Take your time on your businesses. You don't have to be in a rush. Um, if it's for you, it's going to be for you. It's going to be there for you. So you don't have to be in a rush. You can take your time and you want to do it the right way. Um, I've opened numerous businesses. Um, this is the first business that I've had that has actually been very successful. And I think um, one of the key factors for its success was it's my passion. I finally decided to pursue my passion and not pursue my financial goals first. Um, I think the second key to my success in this business is that I took my time and I planned it out very, very well. Um, I did probably two to three years just worth of research before I jumped into opening my business. So I think that planning and having patience is very, very important. Um, another thing that in my 30s I have an appreciation for that I didn't have so much in, you know, my early 20s or, you know, even my late 20s was just time. Um, time should not be wasted. It's number 11 on my list and right above it is number 10. Don't prolong the ending. And when I say don't prolong the ending, I am talking about in friendships relationships, personal and business, and even in dead-end jobs. Don't prolong the end. If it's something that you know that you really don't want to be doing in five years, then you probably shouldn't be doing it now because you can't get those five years back. If, the, if you're dating a person that you know is really not benefiting your life, health, your health, your mind, body, and soul, and they're more draining to your energy and it's always a fight, it's always difficult, then you probably should not prolong the end because the end is coming. It's inevitable. And we, and we know this. We know it in our gut. We know it in our feeling. Um, I think that that appreciation for time has come in my 30s because I've learned that my time is the most valuable thing that I have, and it's important to me, it, and I don't think that it should be wasted. I don't think anyone should be wasting my time, and, and I would not want to do that to anyone else. So those are big things. Number 10 and 11, don't prolong the ending because time should not be wasted, and it's okay. When you end something, you can end it on a friendly note, and people are adults, and it should be okay because relationships, friendships, jobs should not be difficult. It should not cause friction in your life. Um, another one that was really good um, on the list that I thought was, you know, good for me or, you know, something on top for me was as you grow, you will outgrow some people, places and things. Um, this is number 18 on the list, and um, again, you can find this list on ericaautry.com, and it's my 30 things I've learned over 30, but so getting back to number 18, as you grow, you will outgrow some people, places, and things. 
Um, I turned 33 on March 2nd, um, so I'm a Pisces. In that 33, there are definitely people I don't mind not speaking to. There are definitely places I don't mind not going. And there are definitely things I don't mind not doing anymore. The person I was at 22, the things I would wear, the things I would say, the people I would hang around with, are definitely not the things and the things I would do now or the people I'd hang out with or the things I'd wear. You kind of just evolve into who you really are and who you want to be. And number 18 um, kind of ties into number 21. Birds of a feather do flock together. Um, there is a saying that if you hang around five broke people, you'll be the sixth. This saying is actually true. You have to be, you have to evolve and be around places and be in places and do things that coincide with what your goals are and where you see your end being, what you see your end result being. If you see yourself driving Lamborghinis and, you know, having million dollar homes on each coast and having a successful business, you probably want to start by hanging out with other people who are pursuing that same that same idea of life. Because if you're just hanging around someone who is okay with their normal, you know, paying job, minimum wage, and okay with not having any hobbies and not going anywhere and not expanding their surroundings, then you're probably going to be the next person to do that. You're going to fall into a complacency. Um, and so that that's important too. As you grow, you will outgrow some, some people, places, and things, and it's okay. So the biggest thing to take away from that is just that it's okay. It's okay that you outgrow some people, places, and things. It's okay that you outgrow some friends. It's okay that you don't want to hang out at the same spots. And you can't take everyone along with you on your journey. And that's okay too. So just outgrow it maturely and accept it because it's definitely natural. Um, another thing that's on the list is number 27. Reading your way to the top is possible. I am an avid reader. I read everything. I read all kinds of books. I read fashion magazines. I read business books. I spend a lot of time in bookstores. I'm still the person who goes to the bookstore. I actually enjoy writing in my books because you can go back through the book and kind of read your notes and see where you were at that time and what you thought and what you missed going back through the book again. So I do enjoy reading books, but I advise anyone that wants to take their lives further to read because you never know what you'll come across. I've ran across so much good information that have helped me in my business, whether it be from a magazine, an industry blog, a fashion blog, um, books that have been given to me. Reading has really increased my sales. Um, it has made my life better. It has made me a better cook. Um, reading has made me a better um, partner and lover. I mean, reading has just taken me to new heights, and I know that the just reading will kind of expand what your again what your end result is, and it helps. You can't. It's going to be hard to be successful if you don't read. So I would definitely start reading your way to the top.
Um, number 31, I'm going to touch on this just because, and it's a little personal, but hey, let's throw it in there because you got to have work and balance, personal and work. Um, cook for your man, cook for your partner, cook for your lover. There's something special in a home-cooked meal. Take my word. Um, earlier in my 20s, I dated a guy, great guy, amazing guy, dated him. I don't think I was in the place that he was at in his life. We were at two different places. The love was there, but the, I guess the growth and experience wasn't there. And I was not a cook. I wasn't a good cook. I didn't like to cook. I didn't, you know, get it. And now as I've gotten older, I've really gotten into cooking home cooked meals. And I cook probably now about four Three to four times a week. I try to cook as much as I can, and I definitely get three to four times a week in. But there's something about cooking for your lover that they just love. And it actually brings you closer together. And I mean, something about sitting at the dinner table with them after you've cooked and they're eating something that you made and you put your time and your love into. And it just makes for a really good relationship. Believe me. If you cook for your spouse or your partner, they will come home to eat it. And, you know, it just makes for healthy relationships. So um, this podcast has actually been pretty quick because it was just to expound on some of the um, things that I had on this list. If you read this list and there's some more things that you want me to talk about, um, feel free to comment on the blog post, comment on my Instagram page. You can find me at ericaautry.com. And I look forward to hearing from you.